1: my best friend forever Aaron Rodgers could be joining the AFC East and now I get to see him twice a year how exciting would that be it's the first thing that I think about whenever I hear Aaron Rodgers news there's a long way to go maybe by the time this podcast is posted we have more clarity on that but the fact that they're flying a private plane out there and the Green Bay Packers have given the Jets permission to start having those conversations tells and also by the way that Derek Carr went another way like it felt like all the reporting out there was that Derek Carr was leaning towards the jets. They must've felt strongly enough about Rogers that they were like, Hey, listen, we think we're going to go in a different direction. Go take whatever your other best option is out there. I don't know if that's ultimately what happened, but I don't want to give the jets a ton of credit, but I don't think they're going to butcher this to the fact point of losing Carr and Rogers. So it seems to me, Rogers is going to be their guy.
0: If it doesn't happen, I wouldn't say the Jets even butchered it, but it just could come down to Rodgers saying, I don't want to do that. I don't know why he necessarily, um, I don't know why he would or wouldn't. I don't know, because nobody knows what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, this guy, he's he's just, every single offseason, we deal with all this drama from him. I will tell you this, though, Matt, it really just seems to me like the Packers are like, you are more trouble than you're worth. We just want to get you out of here. But they just can't just give him away, right? What is the cost? What is the cost to trade for him? Is it more than... Is it two firsts? That's a lot. That's really steep, especially at his age. Granted, he is great. But I just feel like the Packers want this to happen as much as the Jets want it to happen. You would think. I don't know what the cost is.
1: I would. I don't think it's two first-round picks, though. I think it's a first-round pick and then uh. maybe some other supplemental stuff, just given where Rodgers is at in his career. I think the Packers would be happy to get that in return and ultimately, like, turn the page and go to Jordan Love. Somebody who they drafted a couple of years ago to be the replacement for Aaron Rodgers. I, I also don't know how much he's got left in the tank. Like, I agree with that. Aaron Rodgers is still really good, and I think Aaron Rodgers with the Jets are the if they get Aaron
0: Rodgers, they're the second best team in the division, right? I think so. I think so. But I think you raise a really good question: How much does he have left? How he really had a pretty good fall last year like he just wasn't the same quarterback he threw 12 interceptions. I mean, he hasn't thrown that many since his his first year starting when he threw 13. He did throw 11 a couple of years later, but Matt nothing even close to that. Like you have to add up basically the last 3 years before this to get to 12 interceptions from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what he has left either. It is interesting. And I also th- think it's kind of ironic and funny that like Brett Favre went to the Jets at the age of 39. If this uh-huh. happens Rogers is going there at the age of 40. So yeah, I think there's a lot of questions. And Favre wasn't great with the Jets. He had some key, some okay moments, but I do think it's a very legitimate question. I'll also say this. I think Derek Carr would have upgraded the Jets and they'd also be a lot better. I think Aaron Rodgers can do that. But the the Aaron Rodgers Jets thing, like, even if he is a lot better for them this year, he's pretty good. What is he three years from now? Because at least I think car could play a few more years. The jets are gonna be looking for another quarterback in a few years. And I know that's not their concern. Now they want to win, uh-huh. but as a, as a, if you're a bills fan looking at this, you're like, okay, jets get him. And if you don't reach what you want to reach, guess what? It's going to go disastrous over the next few years anyway, because you got, got you got, you got a window to win now. And he is on his last legs.
1: I just, the thing that's intriguing to me about the Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is look at the weapons he's getting. You get Garrett Wilson and you get Brees Hall. Brees Hall looked like a beast last year until he tore his ACL. Garrett Wilson was awesome as a rookie. And they've got some other complimentary pieces who will thrive with better quarterback play. Like it would be hard to, almost anybody was going to be improvement to what the Jets had at quarterback last year. I, I do think that they are a very legitimate playoff contender if they go out there. Oh, apparently Sauce Gardner has made his pitch to Aaron Rodgers. Of course, is the right. they are all going
0: to do this, this now. now. They're all going to do yeah. this. yeah.
1: Hey, Aaron Rodgers, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice and I'll burn the cheese head. Oh yeah, you remember he put the cheese head. Oh on yeah, I he, That's yeah. yeah. I had no um, problem with that. Yeah, no. So like, yeah. Listen, I I think that it sounds like it's going to happen and it's going to make the AFC East that much more interesting. What, what a fun, what a fun division that this could be next year. The storylines are, you know, quite frankly, you know, we always see it because, you know, we cover the bills and, you know, but the division, the last couple of years from a league perspective and perception has probably been pretty boring. It's like, oh yeah, the bills are the best team and they win the division. And that's what happens. But this year, I mean, everybody's got questions about Tua, what the heck's going to happen to the Patriots. Rogers coming to the division would be crazy. And then you've got this bills team that underachieved next year that a lot of people are down on. Like it's uh it could be really, really fun and off, really
0: fun. Off season. What do you think about Carr going to the saints?
1: I like it, but I don't love it. Like, I, I think that he helps them. He makes them a better team, but I feel like it's just almost putting a bandaid. On something like, I think the way the league is going, like you need to have a young quarterback that you can grow with, that you can build with, and I don't think Carr makes them a Super Bowl contender. I think Carr makes them a fringe playoff team. Do you agree with that?
0: Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um, it's an interesting, interesting division over there. It's Saints. This really came down to Joe DiBiase, my co-host on WGR, the Extra Point Show he said basically whoever gets cars probably the favorite in the division considering the quarterback situation there, which is amazing, yeah,
1: right? That's true. Yeah. I don't really think there's anybody in that division who, you know, you would be super scared of, or really the conference in general, all the good quarterbacks are in the AFC. All
0: right. So Matt, I have a uh, question, a couple questions for you. One is actually a little more serious. We'll dive into real real quick. Yeah. Stefan Diggs. Um, yeah his behavior on social media, if you want to call it that and uh-huh. rumors out there that he wants to go play with his brother, wants to get traded, all that kind of stuff. Do you read anything into any of that?
1: Nope. I don't. I think nothing. it's nothing. Whatsoever. Not, not really. I think that no, I, I, maybe he does want to play with his brother. It's not going to happen. I don't think the bills are going to trade him. So he's oh. going to be a bills wide receiver.
0: Yeah. It's not, I agree with you. Well, I, I would say I never, the way I want to treat the social media stuff is, and you're, well closer in age to these athletes than I am. This is how a lot of these athletes communicate these days. They do say things on social media and write things. And it's sometimes cryptic. Sometimes it means something. Sometimes it doesn't. They're all over the place. So I never want to assume it means nothing, right? Yeah. I also don't want to go as far as going, Oh my God, that means he wants out. Let's remember he did tweet something about the Vikings that led to his departure from Minnesota. That's exactly what happened, right? I agree about a month ago, step Diggs scrubbed all his pictures of him in a bills uniform Instagram. And it was, it was something people talked about my wife, the investigative reporter that she is, and she does not work in this business said, yeah, but I just noticed something, Sal, all of his pictures now on Instagram are basically just clothing and branding for him. And it it looked like it was more intentional on that part than it had anything to do with the bills. So, so I just want to say also that even if Stefan Diggs walked into Brandon beans office right now and said, trade me, I don't want to play here anymore. Brandon beans response is going to be, I'm sorry, you signed an extension last year and it would cost me $37 million of dead cap space. That is not happening.
1: Yeah. Keep in mind too. I know he was not happy with the way the season ended. There were a lot of people in that locker room who were not happy with the way the season ended. Uh, Stefan Diggs has had the best three years of his NFL career by a lot while playing with the Buffalo bills. And I don't think he's he's not dumb. He's a smart person. He realizes the success he's having on the field. So yeah, you can be frustrated and think that there's more to be accomplished, but that doesn't ultimately mean that you just quit on this team that you, you know, joined and this journey that you're on. Like, I just don't see him as that type of person. I I really do. Like, seen a couple of people say like oh it never really felt like that Diggs Allen relationship was genuine like i don't believe that at all like they i either. think those two are like genuine you don't have to be the same person to be really really close with you know another person like Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are very different people with some of their interests and some of the things that they like to do but they really really have always clicked like that that is a very genuine bonds that they have built. I like, I don't, I don't think it's phony at all. And I would have no problem saying if I thought it was like, I think that's a very genuine friendship.
0: I'm thinking right now of Paula Abdul and the rabbit singing opposites attract. Right. Um, so I would tell you that not only is it genuine, but Stefan Diggs has basically said when he was asked, what are you thankful for last Thanksgiving? Jeremy pointed this out. I didn't remember him saying this, but apparently he was on a podcast he was asked last Thanksgiving, what are you thankful for? And he said, I'm thankful for Josh Allen, for bringing Josh Allen into my life, for God sending him into my life, for something along those lines. So, yes, I agree with you. And I'll also add, Brandon Bean's not in the business of creating yet another hole, especially at number one wide receiver when they already need another another wide receiver. So, all right, also I, can I yeah. can I
1: bring up one other thing? Yeah. Stefan Stephon Diggs' banner on Twitter is still a picture of him yes. playing for the Buffalo Bills.
0: I saw that, and he didn't unfollow the Bills on Twitter like he did on Instagram. I don't know. No, I just and
1: Trayvon unfollowed the Cowboys on social media. <laughs> ah, ah, I love it. I love it. Like, it's like Heather, it's not a co- the intrigue. Like it's not a coincidence. Like it's it's for people to talk about because ultimately, with people, right? It helps their brands to have people talk about them. Like we are right now. Like That's we great. have been suckered into you know, what they want people to do. He even said it himself. Like there were some cryptic messages last year and Dan Fates from Wham in Rochester posted the video today. Somebody asked him about these tweets and he was like, what do you want my Twitter for? Stay off my damn Twitter. None of that means anything. Like I'm just here to play football. And that's how I feel about
0: this. That's amazing. All right. And uh, my final question to you, Mm -hmm. the Miami Dolphins have forfeited their first round pick. Okay. Therefore there will be 31 selections in the NFL draft. Uh The bills have the 28th overall selection. However, that includes Miami picking before them. Will you refer to it as pick 27 or pick 28?
1: Pick 27 because it's the 27th player selected in the draft. So I know that there's a lot of gray area there. Mm -hmm. We've actually started to do our like very preliminary plans for our draft coverage and our draft show. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that you kind of have to have on the back burner. And we had this conversation, like, how do we do it? Um, but I think I'll use the language, you know, the, with the, the 27th player selected, because I just think that that's more accurate than the 28th pick.
0: I what do think, you think? I want to treat it the way the it, NFL treats it. And I think... Which NFL, will be the 28th pick. Yeah. Correct. I think they say it's the 28th pick. So whenever we write something or talk about it, I think I have to go with the official terminology. And the official terminology... From the Bills is, or from the NFL is, it's the twenty eighth pick.
1: Yeah, I know, but but I'm also, you know, TV in general, like TV is, you want to simplify things, like you want to make things very obvious. Like the Bills are taking the twenty seventh player in the draft. There will be twenty six players selected before they. You're wrong. I know it's weird. It's it's like a chicken or an
0: egg scenario. It's it's a strange one. Well, if you, okay. So if you list all the bills draft picks, are you putting 27 or 28? 28. I'm not talking about how you say it on the air. 28. Uh, so Wait
1: a minute. That contradicts what you just said. I know, but I think that that's okay. Okay, because well, it, think about how much time it takes on television when you have three minutes to talk about sports to say, all right, so the Bills scheduled to have the 27th pick in the draft. Now, actually, it's the 28th pick because the Dolphins forfeited the pick. So it's going to be the 27th player selected, even though it will officially be the 28th pick. Like that was like 20 seconds. Like I can't do that every time I say. Do you have to do that?
0: OK, come on. Give me insight in the TV thing. You don't have to do that. You could just say 28. It's the The 28th selection, because 20 whatever number for the Dolphins is there. It just says forfeit next to the name. I almost feel like that's
1: inaccurate, though. (laughs) I love it. I don't know. That's not the right answer. No, I I don't know the right answer either. I guess we're going to have to navigate this all because I'm already thinking about like web copy that we're going to write and we'll be like. You know, the Bills selected this person with the 28th pick and then put in parentheses, 27th player selected in 2023 draft. Mm. And then that's how we avoid it if we reference it the first time. But I don't know. Uh, let me ask you a question, all right, to okay. close this thing out. Yeah. Zach Hyman from the Edmonton Oilers is a Buffalo Bills fan? Like, what? Yes. Explain this to me.
0: Okay, so Zach Hyman grew up in Toronto or nearby. He's a huge not. I didn't know that he grew up a huge Maple Leafs fan and Toronto Blue Jays fan. So the year that the radio crew couldn't travel with the bills due to COVID, but we could still go to the games. There was 2020. We couldn't travel at all. 2021. We travel, but we couldn't travel on the team plane. I go to the airport to go to one of the bills road games and early in the season. And I'm at the airport and this young man comes up to me and he says, Hey, Sal Capaccio, love, listening to you. I'm a huge bills fan. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And we just start chatting and he says, yeah, I'm headed out to go see my brother play hockey. He plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs and our tri- he plays for the Edmonton Oilers. I think, I think he had gone to Edmonton by then, right? 21 mm-hmm. was the year he started Edmonton. Yeah. Say, what do you mean your brother plays? He goes, yeah, Zach Hyman, who used to be with the Maple Leafs is my brother. And I'm like, Oh really? That's awesome. And I'm going to give a shout out. His name is Spencer, Spencer Hyman. So we just struck up a relationship and started talking about how cool that was. He goes, my and he says to me, my brother, Zach is a huge bills fan. He knows who you are too. And he listens, you know, to the bills and follows you to get his information sometimes. And I'm thinking, this is super cool, right? Zach Hyman, huge bills fan.
1: So oh, basically- I just looked it up. Spencer Hyman follows me on social
0: media. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Lovely. Yeah. So, you so, 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 Hi, Spencer. Right, <laughs> Hi, so Spencer. Um, we've stayed in contact and, you know, just here and there. And then basically what happened was the Oilers are in town and I reached out to Spencer and said, are you going to the game to see Zach? And he said, I can't. My wife is nine months pregnant. She could literally have a baby anytime at any moment. So I can't go. But if you're going, let me know. I'll put you in touch with Zach's manager. He's also a massive Bills fan and he's going with his son. I'm like, that's really cool. That's great. So I got his number, reached out. We were sitting a few sections away from each other. He said, Sal, wait around. Let's hook up after the game. You'll probably get a chance to meet Zach if Max wants to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So after the game, we waited around. I met his manager, Alex, his son, uh, Corey, I believe was his name, who's maybe maybe a year or two older than Max. And we waited and Zach came out afterwards. And I looked, he knew exactly who I was, Dapped me up. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Love following your stuff about the bills. It was awesome. I said, "Yeah, this is my son Max, who I talk about on the radio." He says, "Max, what's up?" Max had a puck for him to sign. It was super cool. That's really, really cool. That's awesome. Like for some
1: reason with an athlete to me that feels a little bit cooler than like the list of celebrities that the Bills have who follow them who are like from the area or something. Right. You know, that that's just cool. So, you know what we have to do? we have to have Zach on the podcast as a guest at some point in the summer to talk about kind of how he got into the bills. Like maybe, maybe the Toronto series like played a role into that or something.
0: I'll actually tell you, he does a, he runs, he's some, um, I think it's his golf tournament for charity in July. And his manager, Alex said, if you want to come up and play, let me know. So, Hey, there you go, Matt, there he is. And he said that a lot of the Maple Leafs guys, hockey players, they play in it, but that's a good chance. Maybe we can do that and have him on. I I told him I'd love to have him on the radio too. So I'm sure we'll do that, but it's super cool. And, um, you know, we had a, it was a really nice thing for them to do. And, um, so we were waiting and we were actually hoping to meet Connor McDavid. His dad was standing there waiting for them. They, They took his dad and his, um, family down into the locker room area and Connor didn't come up, but Darnell nurse came up. And Darnell Nurse, I don't know if you know this Darnell Nurse's uncle. You know who he is? No. Donovan McNabb.
1: Oh, I did know that. Now that you
0: said it, I know that. Okay, so yes. Donovan it... McNabb married Roxy Nurse. Roxy Nurse was the point guard for Syracuse basketball when I was a student there. So oh, I, really? I saw Darnell, I saw his family, and I said, hey, I went to Syracuse when Roxy was there. So we all had this great conversation. It was a great night. Great night.
1: You know, cause it's everybody, it's such a small world. So one of my really good friends growing up, uh, his name's Adam Clendenning. He plays professional hockey and he's played for a bunch of different teams. Since that he was
0: the guy drafting. you were with when you had the hole in one,
1: that is the guy who I was with when I got the hole in one. So, For a year, he played for the Edmonton Oilers, but it was the year that Eichel and McDavid were rookies. And it was in that first game in Buffalo. It it might've been the second time they had played, but the first time they had played against each other in Buffalo and Adam was on the ice for the Oilers, like with McDavid on the ice. Uh-huh. And I remember like being so, cause you know, you take yourself out of it as much as you can. That was before I covered sports. I was just a news reporter, but I was at the game and it was like, you know, you grew up a Sabres fan, but your friend is on the Oilers and Holy crap. It's McDavid. It's Eichel. Like there's so many different layers to this. So yeah, it's funny how, like when you said, like we tried to meet Connor McDavid because yeah. Adam became friends with Connor McDavid. And it was like, wow, this is crazy. And you know, Logan Couture is also a Bills fan. You know, that. I know, I know that he's a very big Bills fan. Yes wild. It's wild. So yeah. So- and I also, he, I think he was just a Buffalo sports fan in general because he wears number
0: 39 and uh-huh. I believe he wears it because Hasek was his favorite player. That's amazing. That's great. So yeah, it was a really cool night and you know, thanks for asking. Cause I know Max had a really good time and you know, Max is all about the Sabres, but you know, it was really cool to see. I, I try to have my son appreciate that even though they're like the other team and you know, you grow up, you're, you're, you only, you're so focused on your team that, you know, all these people, they're, they're, they're all good people on other teams too. Right. And they're just doing yeah. their jobs for the other team. So I think he got a little glimpse of that. So, all right, next time we talk, we'll know a lot more about what's going to happen with bills heading into free agency because free agency, the tampering window, if you want to call it that starts March 13th and then free agency begins on March 15th, Matt, you have a great rest of your week and into next week. And uh, we'll talk to everybody in the next podcast.
1: Sounds great. See you, buddy.